read. And uh, I, I don't plan on being up here all day because I know some of you that are here, you have church tonight, and uh, you need to get back there and uh, be in your own service. Some of you pastors that are here, you got to get back in the pulpit. So I'm going to uh, say what I feel and get out of the way, get us into these altars, and uh, trust the Lord to help us. Praise God. Ezekiel 47. Verse 1, afterward he brought me again to the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from, un, under the, from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward, and led me about the way without to the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles, and he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand, and he brought me through. The waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. Verse number 9, And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live, whether the river cometh. Verse 12, And by the river, upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. John chapter 7, if you want to keep your finger at Ezekiel 47, we're going to come back to that. John chapter 7, verse 37, And in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. For this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16, one verse. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God 
dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. Lord, help us for a few minutes. Lord, in the word of God, touch us by the power of the Holy Ghost. Help me to say what I need to say to this congregation. Lord, give them ears to hear and hearts to receive and respond to the word of God today. And we'll thank you and praise you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen and amen. The vision of the holy waters issuing out of the temple and their virtue, an emblem of, of the power of God's grace under the gospel, capable of healing all and also a fit picture of the Spirit of God flowing in the life of the Christian. Praise God. So I, I want to I wanna try to talk to you about, about this river and uh, about this river being in us. And how this river, uh, how this river ought to operate, flowing from us, praise God. Uh, because the truth of the matter is, uh, we are His church. We are His representatives. We are His body. We are the temple of God, and this world needs something other than what they've got out there. Amen. And so, uh, when we when we look at this when we look at this this uh, vision of this uh, this water that comes out of the sanctuary, uh, I want you to notice that the Bible lets us know that this uh, this river or this this water began to issue or it flowed out of the sanctuary. It was flowing, which means it was moving. It was not stagnant. It flowed. It was alive. How many knows that where there is no movement, there is no life? Hello. Amen. Praise God. Uh, and, and you know, uh, uh, I, years ago, uh, I was... I was Kicked back in my recliner uh, on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, I I was laying there, just had my eyes closed, trying to get a little rest between services, and I had this uh, aggravating fly that kept buzzing around my head, and I, I was doing my best to ignore it, and you know, and uh, uh, my middle son Luke finally walked by uh, through the living room, and he noticed that this fly was just buzzing around my head. And he slapped me on the bottom of my foot as he went by. And he said, Dad, act alive. You're attracting flies. Amen. Praise God. Well, I can tell you, there's been a few, there's been a few Christians, uh, 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 well, there's been a few people uh, in the church that I wanted to walk by and just slap them, amen, on the, uh, on the back and say, Hey, uh, act alive. How many believes the church needs to be alive? We need to be alive. And, and something that is flowing is alive. There's movement. There is life. And, and I want to tell you, uh, the truth is that uh, you know, there, there are a lot of people who have, who have tried to stop up or dam up this river and, and make, it, make it a, res, a reservoir. Uh, and, and, but I'm going to tell you, Amen. We've got it. We've got a decision we need to make. 
We, we can either be a reservoir of truth or we can be a river of blessing. We, we, we can get it all and we can say this is all ours and we, we, we can dam up the river and we can stop the flow. But, but I'm gonna tell you something. Amen. If we stop the outflow, after a while, God's gonna stop the inflow. And, and if, we're going, if we're going to reach the world and if we're going to make an impact on people, there's got to be an outflow from the church. There's got to be an outflow from you and I as believers, as Christians. There's got to be something flowing out of our lives. I'm telling you, this world's looking for something that's different. They're tired of the fake and the phony. They're tired of people saying they're one thing but living another. They're tired of going to church and seeing people act one way in the sanctuary but a different way outside the sanctuary. They're looking for reality. They're looking for truth. And the only way they're going to get it is when they find people that's got the real, genuine experience in God in their life that's flowing out of their life. I'm telling you, we need something that's flowing. Amen. We do not need to quench the flow of the Spirit out of our lives. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when we come to the house of God, we need to let this river flow out of us in worship, out of us in our testimony, out of us, amen, in our praying in the altars. You preachers, it needs to flow out of you while you're preaching the word of God. We need life flowing out of the church. Can you see? Say amen. Hallelujah. Let me hurry. This, this, this not only that came out of the sanctuary, not only did it flow and it was alive, but we notice, amen, it was growing as it went. Hallelujah. The further it went out, the wider it got and the deeper it got. If you'll notice, it started as a streamlet. Amen. It just issued out of the sanctuary. How many knows that every Christian has had a beginning? We've all had our beginning place. We've all had our beginning spot. Amen. But where you go from there is according to your desire. Amen. What you do from there is according to your desire. Amen. For some, their river, their river is about ankle deep, and that's the depth of it. Amen. For others, it may be deep, knee deep, and for others, it may get to the waist. Hallelujah. But the truth of the matter is, what God is trying to show us is the growth of the believer. Amen. The Bible said he calls them to pass through the waters. Amen. He didn't stay there. He didn't camp there. He didn't stop there. He passed through the waters. It was a stage of growth. It was a sign of growth. And I'm going to tell you, if you're an ankle deep this afternoon, amen, I want to tell you, be determined to go further than that. Amen. Don't stop in ankle deep water. Amen. Don't stop in the knee deep water. Amen. Don't stop at the waist deep water. Amen. God's got more. I said God's got more, amen, for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible lets us know that eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God hath prepared 
for them that wait for him. Hallelujah. Amen. This growth of the believer. Amen. It must be something that is continual. Don't ever allow yourself to stop growing. Oh, hallelujah. And I know when we get to preaching about growing, sometimes we tighten up. Amen. But I'm telling you, amen, we need to grow. God wanted this river not only to flow, but he wanted it to grow. Hallelujah. And you see, the more we open up ourselves to God, amen, the more this river will flow through us. The deeper our relationship, the deeper the river. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Amen. The deeper our relationship, the deeper the river's going to go. Amen. I'm telling you, I am not satisfied. Amen. With where I am right now in my experience, when I know God's got so much more, and there's such a greater experience and deeper experience in God, and I want that for myself. This river is the emblem of the spirit filled life. You understand that this thirsty world is going to have to have more than a trickle of spirituality out of our lives. Are you listening to me? We cannot afford just to have a little trickle of spirituality flowing out of us. We're his church. I said we're his church. Hallelujah. How would to God that we'd get burdened about this. Amen. Their need, there needs to be a river flowing from our lives. Jesus said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. Amen. I'm telling you, this world needs it. This community needs it. Our families need it. We need this river of God's spirit. Amen. Flowing out of our lives. Can you say amen? Isaiah 58 and 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Praise God. Hallelujah. This river needs to be flowing. Hallelujah. This river needs to be growing. And this river needs to be going. Did you see what he said in verse 9? And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. Hallelujah. Amen. It shall live wherever this river flows. Amen. Wherever it goes. Hallelujah. Everything that it touches, it'll bring back to life that was dead. Amen. Do you agree with me? This world needs a church. It's got a river that's going. Amen. It's reaching outside these four walls. Amen. That's reaching outside of just me. But it's a going to places. Amen. It's going to people on my job. It's going to people in the school. It's reaching out to people in my lost family. We need this river that's flowing and going. 
It flows out. It goes everywhere that it comes. He said it shall bring life. Hallelujah. Amen. The Christian ought to make an impact and a difference everywhere they go. When's the last time somebody walked up to you and said, are you a Christian? Or where do you go to church? Hello. Woo, come on now. Praise God. We ought to make an impact everywhere we go. We ought to change the atmosphere every place we walk in. Oh, God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Our words ought to be words that heal. Our actions ought to be actions that lead people back to God. Amen. We need to have something on the inside of us that's flowing. Hallelujah. You see, when your river is flowing, amen, it is good for everybody that's around you. Amen. It's going to touch them. It's going to affect them. It's going to move them. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm telling you, the church has got to get back to this place. Amen. That what we do touches people's lives. It's easy when we're within these four walls. It's a different story when we step outside those doors. It's easy to feed off of one another when we're in here. But when we step outside those doors, we need to have something in our lives that touches somebody else. This ain't all about you and it ain't all about me. It's about this river. It's about him. Oh, glory be to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me hurry now. I, I, I don't want you to get uh, too tired on me. Praise God. But when we when we read about when we read about this, uh, Amen. This river, praise God, that Jesus talked about that would happen out of His belly shall flow rivers of living water. Praise God. Amen. He said, this spake he of the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. For he was not yet ascended. Or the, or the Holy Ghost was, was not yet given. For Jesus was not yet glorified. This, this river that Jesus was talking about. Amen. We find it on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. When that 120 was gathered together in that upper room. Oh, yes. Amen. It was just a streamlet then. In that upper room, all that 120 gathered there. Hallelujah. Amen. With one accord, praise God, singing and praying and praising God. And we know the story. Amen. How the Holy Ghost fell in that upper room. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, what a day that was. What a glorious day that was. Amen. That was the beginning of this river that Jesus was talking about about would take place. Amen. This river began to flow. Hallelujah. They come out of that upper room. Amen. Full of the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
amen, and before the day was over, amen, 3,000 souls, amen, were saved. Oh, what was happening? Brother, the river started flowing. I said it started flowing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. And then we find in Acts chapter 3, amen, Peter and John went up the tent, went up to the temple to pray. Hallelujah. At the hour of prayer. And they happened to walk by a man, amen, who had laid at that gate called Beautiful. Amen. And Peter looked at him. Hallelujah. And said, look on us. Amen. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And the Bible said he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up and immediately his ankle bones received strength and he leaping up went with them running and leaping into the temple. Do you think that that just happened? No, sir. The river was flowing. I said the river was flowing. Hallelujah. Amen. In Acts chapter 8, it got to the Samaritans. Now, the Samaritans were those, amen, that the Jews hated. They called them dogs. Because the Samaritans, just to put it in, amen, just our modern, ordinary language, they were half-breeds. They were half-Jew and half-Gentile. But the river made it to the Samaritans. And Philip had a revival. Woo! Praise God. Amen. And then it found, amen, an Ethiopian eunuch riding in a chariot. Hallelujah. Reading now the book of Isaiah. Amen. And then we find that it found a man by the name of Saul of Tarsus. In Acts chapter 9, the river reached this guy who was about to go and persecute the saints of God. Amen. But he ran across the river. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we find in Acts chapter 10, amen, a man by the name of Cornelius who was a devout man. He didn't really know anything about God, but he knew there was something more than what he had. And he began to pray. And he began to seek God. And he gave alms. And he got a vision. Hallelujah. Sent for one Simon Peter. Amen. And he'll tell you everything you need to know. Hallelujah. And he sent and he brought Peter. Amen. And he brought his household and he filled the place up and he said to Peter, Amen. Now tell us everything you know about this man, this God. I want to know about him. Hallelujah. And what did Peter do? Brother, he just let the river start flowing. And he started preaching them about Jesus. Amen. They got to loving so much what they were hearing that the Bible said, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word. Woo. Praise God. Now this is where you and I can get excited. Amen. Because the first, the first seven chapters of Acts is God dealing with the Jews. In chapter 8, he goes and he deals with the Samaritans. 
But in chapter 10, amen, God let the river loose to the Gentiles. Praise God. That's where you and I can get excited. Amen. Because that opened the door for you and I to know him. That opened the door. Amen. For you and I to receive. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Amen. This river flowed all the way through the book of Acts. And you know what excites me? Amen. When you get to the end of the book of Acts, there is no amen. Hallelujah. I said there's no amen. Why is it? Because God never intended for the river to stop flowing. God wanted this river, amen, to keep flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll tell you the way I feel. We're the last chapter of Acts. I said we're the last chapter of Acts. And I want the river to be a flowing when we get to the end ye are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in you I want to ask you where's the river is the river still flowing Come on now. Woo! When those disciples got a hold of that river and it started flowing out of them, brother, I'm telling you, amen, they healed the sick. They made the lame to walk. They opened blinded eyes. They cast out devils. They raised the dead. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? Amen. And this modern day generation says, that's not for us. Amen. That was just with the apostles. I got news for them. Amen. As long as there's no amen at the end of Acts. Hallelujah. That lets me know, amen, that I can still, amen, see the miracle work and wonder and power. Amen. Of God. That we can still experience, amen, the power of the river. Hallelujah. Praise God. Years ago, R.W. Schambach was preaching a campaign in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. R.W. Schambach would, he would wear prayer cloths in his pocket. When he would come to the time to pray for folks and those that would come up and have a loved one that wasn't able to make it to the meeting. He would give them a prayer cloth in the name of the Lord and they would take that prayer cloth back to their loved one. One night before the service, a lady came to him and she had a little bag of candy. She gave it to R.W. Schambach. And he smiled at her and he said, Oh, thank you. He said, I love candy. She said, that, this candy's not for you. He said, what do you mean? She said, I want you to wear this candy tonight where you wear those prayer cloths. He said, lady, I ain't wearing no candy. She said, I want you to wear this candy. He said, why, what, are you, what do you want me to do this for? 
She said, my sister has been in an insane asylum for 30 years. And she said, I have, I have taken, I have sent prayer cloths to her over and over and over again. And they never reach her. They always just toss them in the trash. She said, but I was up there the other day. And they told me she could have some candy. And she said, me and you are about to pull one over the devil. And she said, wear this candy tonight. After the service, he gave her that candy in the name of the Lord and sent her away. Six months later, he was back in Philadelphia preaching another meeting. And one night, a lady come down the aisle with another lady with her. And she walked down and he said, I see so many faces. He said, I can't keep everybody together. And he said, this lady came up and shook his hand and said, Brother Shambach, this is my sister. And he said, he said, I stuck out my hand and said, well, hello, sister. Glad to have you here. And, he, and she said, no, no. She said, this is my sister. And he said, well, he said, well, I, I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad you're here. And she said, Brother Shambach, don't you recognize me? And he said, no. She said, I'm the one that gave you the candy. This is my sister. And Brother Shambach said, what happened? She said, 15 days after I delivered that candy, they called me. And they said, come and get your sister. And she said, what happened? Has she died? And they said, no, she hasn't died. For 15 days, we've evaluated her. We've had every doctor that we can think of to come in here and look at her and examine her. And we can't find anything wrong with her. Hallelujah. Praise God. And Brother Shambach asked the lady, he said, what happened? She said, she said, I didn't know what I was eating. She said, they just gave me this from my sister. She said, but the only way I can describe it to you, she said, when I bit into that candy, I bit into the power of God. Hallelujah. And she said immediately, amen, I was set free after being 30 years in an insane asylum. Hallelujah. Amen. Was it the candy? No, sir. Amen. It was the river that was a flowing. Amen. Behind it. What are you telling me, preacher? I'm telling you, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. All he needs is somebody that'll say, God, let the river flow through me. He said that lady started going to his brother's church, working a 40-hour-a-week job. No sign or symptom that she had ever been in an instant. 
you understand the power of this river? Please, I, don't, don't think I'm upset because I, I must admit to you, I'm perplexed as well. Why is it that we have sick people come into our services and sick people leave? Why is it that we have bound people come into our services and bound people leave? We need the river. We need the river flowing. I need to close. How big is your river? Anybody ever heard of the Amazon River? Did you know the Amazon River? Its source is a glacier stream on a snow-capped peak 18,363 feet up. It flows 4,000 miles. At its mouth, where it flows into the Atlantic Ocean, is 50 miles wide. The force of the Amazon sends fresh water 250 miles out to sea and sometimes as wide as 120 miles. How big is your river? They said there was a, a ship that was adrift out in that particular area. They'd been adrift for days and they just so happened to run across another ship and they relayed a message to them. Do you have any water? And the other ship replied, let down your bucket. You're floating in fresh water right now. I would like to say to somebody in this service tonight, this afternoon, you may have just drifted in here. Let down your bucket. You're floating in fresh water right now. In that water is salvation. In that water is deliverance. In that water is healing. In that water is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. In that water is revival. Let down your bucket. You're floating in fresh water right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you right now, somebody could step out from where they're sitting right now at this moment. Step out into that aisle to make their way to this altar. Let their bucket down and find themselves fresh water. Fresh water. There's a river in this house right now. This ain't salt water. 
There's fresh water flowing right now. There's fresh water flowing right now. Anybody else? Anybody else tired of just going through the motions? Just coming to church, doing your religious thing, and then going back home, coming back to church, doing your religious thing, and going back home. Wouldn't you like to take the river with you? It's flowing now. Who's next? Who's next? I want the river. I want the river in me. I want the river in me. I'm tired of just being religious. I want the river in me. I want the river flowing strong enough that will make a difference in my family, in my children, in my grandchildren, on my job, in school. I want the river flowing. I'm just waiting. I know it'd be so easy right now, so let's all come and pray. I'm just waiting to see if there's somebody else in this room that's made up their mind. I'm tired of just going through the motions of this. I'm tired of telling people I'm a Christian, but they can't feel nothing behind what I say. I'm tired of that. I want something flowing from me that's got power. Fresh water. Fresh water. Fresh water. Hallelujah. I don't know everybody here. I don't know where you are in your experience. There may be somebody here that doesn't know Jesus. I'm going to tell you, you can come and know him today. You can experience the life-giving water that he has to offer. You can have it today. Backslider, you need to be in this altar. You need to be in this altar saying, God, I want the river back. I want the river back. I want it back. Hallelujah. Praise God. Any other takers? Anybody else deciding? I want the river more than I want anything else in my life. I want the river. I want it flowing. When I talk to somebody about the Lord, I don't want it to be just empty words. I want the life-giving water flowing as I speak.
All right. I'm going to do what you've been waiting on me to do. Water's here. Water's here. Water's here. You can take the river home with you this afternoon. You can take the river home with you. You can take the river home with you this afternoon.